The Gemara asks a very interesting question about Haman. The Gemara asks, Haman minayin. Where do we know? Where is Haman found in the Torah? So the Gemara answers, and it goes all the way back to Bereshis, by the Chet of Adam Arishon, when he ate from the Eitz Hadas. He told him not to eat from the Eitz Hadas, and he did so, and it said, the Pesach said, Hamin Ha'etz. Hamin Ha'etz. Hamin is the same letters, have the same letters as Haman. So therefore we see a reference to it. A couple interesting questions on this, this whole concept. Number one, the Gemara's question is difficult to understand to begin with because why is it so, such a given that Haman has to be mentioned in the Torah? Okay, he's not mentioned in the Torah, great. Well, why does he have to be mentioned? The Gemara says it as, it's, as if it's a given. Number two, what's the connection here between Haman and, and, and the Chet of Avadim Rishon? It has to be something deeper, on a deeper level here. Especially the fact that he act, asked him about Hamin Ha'etz from which tree he ate from. So, so what's the connection between Haman and the, and the tree that Adam Rishon ate? What's going on here? So there's actually incredible similarity between the story of Haman and the story of the Chet of Adam Rishon. Haman had everything, right? This man had everything. There was nothing pretty much that he didn't have. There were two things he didn't have, but one thing was that every single person in the, in the town bowed down to him, except for Mordechai. And that bugged him. The fact that Mordechai didn't bow down, that he couldn't get over. But he had everything else, and that one thing he couldn't get over. So it was the same thing with Adam and Chava. They had everything they wanted. In fact, Chazal even tells us that there were Malachim that roasted meat for them and gave them wine. Like, they had every single tree in the world. They had all the meat and all the wine in the world. There was one tree they couldn't eat from, and that led to their demise. That temptation was too much for them, and they succumbed to that temptation. So, so too with Haman, that it was one thing that he didn't have, and that one thing drove him crazy. And both of them, it led to their demise. Uh, by Adam and Chava, they brought death into the world, and Haman, obviously, as a result of what happened, as a result of him being driven from Mordechai not bowing down, so as a result of that, he, he, was, he, was, uh, he was killed. So Haman obviously had a lot of bad traits. Why, why was this one in particular singled out by the Torah? He said, where do we know, it's Haman, from the, where do we know Haman from the Torah? So he singled out this trait, that, that one thing he couldn't have, that's what led to his demise. Why did we single out that one thing? And why did Adam and, why, why did Adam and Haman, both these people, why did they find it so difficult just to refrain from one thing that they couldn't do? Rabbi David Foreman brings, in, uh, brings a, a nice muscle. Uh, the analogy is that when a parent gives a child a toy, so what does he want? He wants the child, the parent wants two things from the child. Number one, they want the child to obviously enjoy the toy. But number two, the parent wants the child to understand that the toy came from them. So the child can do this by thanking them or listening to them, whatever it is. So when it came to Gan Eden, what happened? Hashem said, you can have everything. Everything belongs to me and you can have everything. Enjoy. I want you to enjoy as much as you can. And how is the way that you can express to me that you're enjoying it? By not eating from that one tree. That's my trust and that's everything. So by Adam going and saying, listen, I'm going to eat from that one tree, what is he showing? I run this garden, not Hashem, right? Because if Hashem ran it, I would show that by not eating from that one tree. That shows that he runs it. I'm enjoying everything that he wants me to, to, to enjoy, but not the one thing he doesn't want me to enjoy. But by Adam eating from the one tree that he wasn't supposed to eat, he's showing, I want to run the garden. It's not so fun to be a guest, right? If you're a guest, you have to act different, right? You, you, you have to be, you, have, you owe a certain amount of debt of gratitude to the person that you're, that you're, uh, that you're a guest by. It's much more fun to be the owner, to be the boss. So Adam wanted to be the boss, so therefore he ate from the Eitzadas. So how does this relate to Haman? Haman wanted, I, I mentioned in the beginning, he wanted two things. Number one, one thing that drove him was that Mordechai didn't bow down. Everyone bowed down to him, not Mordechai. That bugged him. You know another thing that bugged him? 
Yes, he was second in command, but he was just that. He was second in command. He wasn't number one. There was one person above him, and that was Achashverosh. Achashverosh was the most powerful person in the world, and he couldn't be him. So to a certain extent, Haman wanted to be above everyone. Haman wanted to be God, right? To a certain extent, he wanted to be, just like Adam Arishan wanted to be the, the owner of the garden instead of Hashem, Haman wanted to be, he thought he wanted, he was like, he wanted to be on the same level of Hashem. And because he's from Amalek, and, and that's why Amalek doesn't think anyone can be on top of them. They think they're on top of everyone. So they go against the, the concept of Hashem. Hashem is over everyone. Amalek believes they're over everyone, so therefore we're over Hashem, which is obviously impossible. So that's the connection between Haman and Adam. They both, to a certain extent, wanted to be Hashem, whatever that means. So it's just an incredible point. The mita of not being happy with everything one has, it can be so damaging. Look how damaging it was, both in the case of Haman and both in the case of Adam Rishon. And oftentimes in our lives, we're placed in situations where we don't have control just like in these situations. And these are tests. These are tests. And the test is that Hashem's telling you, let go and remember I'm in charge. He wants to give us. He wants us to eat from all the trees in the world. There's just a few things, don't do these things. Well, there's a lot of things, it's true. There's a lot of things not to do. But Hashem is saying, don't do these things and you can enjoy from everything. From everything I'm telling you, you can have, enjoy. And I want you to enjoy. But don't eat from the things that you're not supposed to eat from and, and, then you'll, and then you will reap the benefits. So we just have to recognize that he's above us and he's telling us everything and we don't have control of it that much. We really don't. And despite that, there's still so much we can benefit from this world as long as we do what we're supposed to do. Um, yeah, and everyone should have a great purge.